Blog Talk Radio. I'm Raina Scarsa. You don't have to be. Desperate House Witches is not a G, PG, or even an R-rated show. So, bad language, bodily function, dirty talk of any kind might upset you. This is not the show for you. Desperate House Witches is brought to you by the incredibly wicked one herself, the amazing Dorothy Morrison. Please check out www.wickedwitchstudios for all of your witching needs and as promised, the 2023 Home Blessing Balls, excuse me, ornaments are actually still going on. So if you haven't bought your balls, baby, go get them. And like Auntie Raina always tells you, buy your balls and bears because that's how they're supposed to fucking go. Again, check out www.wickedwitchstudios. And don't forget, you can get that special link for the Home Blessing Ornaments on the social media page for wickedwitchstudios.com. All right, tonight, I'm so excited, I can't even stand myself right now. I have a special, special guest. This person has not done an interview in six years, baby, and said yes to your Auntie Raina. Hey, yeah. Everybody say hello to the incredible Storm Sestamani. Hello, my love. Hello, Raina. And the one thing that I've got to say right from the beginning is at least I was born with the two balls. <laughs> You're hilarious. Although oh I God. did get about ten from Dorothy, but um, I was was See? born with two. Um, and I did tell her um, earlier she was checking on me because we're in the middle of, you know, blizzard hell. Um, yeah. uh, she asked me if I was staying warm, and I said, well, I w- went out and I was uh, – cleaning off my car, and I think that I might need to get another orb to replace the one that I lost oh because my. it froze off. Oh my. oh, my. Oh, my. That sounds incredibly painful. Uh, well, I mean, it really wasn't that bad, and I still have them fully in place. But, you know, it was <laughs> fun to say. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. So and why not have fun? That's, that, that's, that's my theory in life now, have fun. Absolutely. I agree. There's been too many years of not having very much fun at all. So any right. chance I get to enjoy now, I am maybe I overdo. And I've been known to overdo. No shame in my game. I don't give a shit. Um, but, yeah, any chance I get to smile now, I'm taking that chance. I- I'm going to do it, no matter what the topic is. Because, you know, it, let's face it, isn't life somewhat of a cosmic joke when you think about it sometimes? Yeah, and it's. It, I think it is learning more. What is what is your place in the joke? Okay, and if you can figure that out, which is what I do with astrology, um, mm-hmm. uh, you can then learn to manipulate the joke to your favor. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of people miss the joke, and I yeah. think people take shit way too seriously. 
And I think people have this incredibly crazy vision that they are the only instrumental thing that's happening in the universe sometimes. I think that the world has pretty much been going in that direction for about 20 years. Um, uh-huh. I, you know, unfortunately, it has been, I think, the negative side of social media um, is that, uh, uh, you know, people have become more self-focused because all that they're exposed to now is based upon algorithms of, you know, what it is that they like and what it is that they uh are interested in, and they don't understand that there is a whole world out there that is a little bit different than, you know, them. And then when they see it, they freak out, you know. Oh, yeah, and I think that's why I think that's why people feel so free to bully each other, because when you actually have to say something to someone's face, it's a hell of a lot different than from behind right. the keyboard. Right, keyboard warriors. I mean, um, exactly. uh, and, and the thing here is, and I, it's very, very interesting that, you, that we're talking about this right now because I posted just uh, an hour or so ago, uh, I seen something from my um, business coach. His name is Derek Halpern. Um, and he put up uh, a quote that said, Marie Kondo says to combat clutter, ask yourself, does this spark joy? If the answer is no, dispose of it. And he says, I love it, and go one step further. I apply it to people, too. Clutter creates stress, mm-hmm. so do toxic people. Dispose of both. Now, of course, I went to go put this on Facebook, okay? And then I had to put underneath that trigger warning for those who need excitement in their lives. This is not about you. This isn't about anyone. I don't do vague booking. It's just a meme. Have a fucking seat. You know, the, uh, uh, because, you know, people will read it and they will automatically think, oh, is that about me? Are they talking about me? And if you've said anything or had a word with somebody in the past five years, okay, you could have had a disagreement with somebody five years ago, and they think that you're still uh-huh. thinking about it. No, I'm thinking about which color am I going to get my hair colored to color the roots, you know. Uh, you know, that's uh-huh. what I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about that. I know. It's hilarious. And But, you know, I'm such a bitch. My answer is, if you think it's about you, it's about you. Bye. <laughs> It's just, and I, I think that that's that's the way that people should probably approach things. Is you know, it's probably not about you. Um, uh, things are not, you, you know, the world is not that serious, and people don't sit around thinking about everybody all day long. Um, and uh, if you have a problem with somebody, or somebody is in your life that is causing you stress, get rid of them. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just the way the, the way that it is. So I appreciated the blog post, but I think that social media has caused a lot of the of the problems that we've seen in the last 20 years. The good news is is that in 2023, the planet Pluto is going to move into Aquarius, which is the sign of groups and the sign of um, collective thoughts and ideals. And I think that we'll begin to see a change. Maybe social media won't be the presence that it's been in the past 20 years, or maybe that there will end up being regulations put on it, or maybe that there will end up being um, uh, people looking at social media in a different way than they've looked at it in the past 20 years. Uh, But there's going to be a radical change that's going to occur. Of course, you know what's going to happen right now. There's going to be a big, huge scandal. 
some crazy person mm-hmm. somewhere is going to come out. Um, they will find out that somebody's been committing fraud. There will be FTC uh, investigations and everything else. And then, you know, social media will then be regulated at that particular point. It might be happening right now on Twitter, <laughs> just saying. Um, uh, but uh, <laughs> the whole Twitter thing may, be, may, may cause this to go, happen, okay? Um, but I think that there will end up being huge, big, gigantic changes um, that, that will take shape. And nothing lives forever. And if people think that the book of faith is going to be there in 20 more years, they're crazy. It's well, not. I mean, I have no, I have no clue. I think everything is in flux. I think everything is in motion. Right. I honestly thought Twitter would already be in the shitter by now. Uh, well, it is. Don't tell anybody. But I mean, the I, I will tell you that, <laughs> that since since Musk uh, Muskrat um, took over uh, Twitter, uh, my particular. Um, views on posts have gone down. Um, uh, My follower ratio isn't climbing as fast as it was before. Um, uh, So I I think that there are people that are moving on. I use Twitter basically for one thing, to take a snapshot of my astrology blurb and post it on Facebook. That's it. Um, You know, and Instagram. (laughs) That's all that I use it for, really. Um, I have a couple of friends over there. Um, uh, uh, Shout out to Michael Butler Smith and Celine Sigel. Um, and uh, a few of the other wonderful people that are on Twitter that I talk to. But uh, otherwise, uh, you know, it's just a tool for me. And um, I think if people put that more into that perspective, because, you know, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, Raina, I was in the social media craziness like everybody else, and I just said, you know what, this is not healthy. This is making me sick. And, you know, of course, I had an emotional breakdown and stuff like that, and, my life has radically changed since then, but uh, uh, now I just look at things in a much more different, in, in a different way, and I just don't care anymore. And I don't know whether that that's now I'm in my fifties, but there was just something that happened around forty, forty-two, forty-three, in which I just stopped caring. Yeah, I I, th- I call it the age of it doesn't fucking matter anymore. I, you know, right. I'm, I'm 61, so I, I totally get oh, it. Oh, that is a damn have, lie. Don't be lying to my face, Raina. Girl, I, I know am, you I are not in a 61. You, honey, yes, honey, I am. I swear I will send you a copy of the driver's license and everything, and Dorothy Morrison can vouch for me. She has met me. She knows. Um, <laughs> and I don't use filters on my pictures. I just happen oh. to be lucky skin-wise. That's it. It's a luck. It is a it is a world I'm not lucky skin wise. I'm not lucky skin wise. Uh, I'm lucky Sephora wise. Hello. I love Sephora. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, I, I just buy a lot of face products. That's where I'm lucky. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, self-care is important and that's how we maintain these youthful looks. Um, but quite frankly, I think that the world is in such a strange place with social media. Um, mm-hmm. It is the thing we love and love to hate all at the same time. It's how we right. promote ourselves. And quite frankly, you know, I was kind of waffling on the Twitter thing until I saw that a bunch of journalists had gotten blocked out. I mean, mm-hmm. they were let back in, but this is bullshit. I mean, the back and forth on this is just crazy. But the idea that maybe 2020 from your project- projection can mean some harmony maybe in this group or bringing harmony about 
is that something we're really going to see again? Um, before you see Harmony, always remember that you see the fires of hell first. Oh, fuck, I thought we already had. Okay. No, before before okay. things get to a place of, of harmony. And it's Pluto. The planet Pluto is an interesting planet because what it does is that it goes in and it digs up everything that is corrupted and part of the sewage and what stinks and is past its sell-by date. And it roots it up out of the ground, exposes it, amputates it, and then something new is born, okay? Which is why, you know, in, in, when I started studying astrology, you know, uh, when I came over on the Mayflower, um, uh, <laughs> that, uh, you know, with my, with my white poofy hair and, you know, my George Washington hat, um, mm-hmm. the, uh, Pluto was an extremely feared planet then because it was, you know, it was associated with the sign of, of Scorpio. And um, it was the planet of, that many astrologers believed represented death. Okay, and it does represent the end of something. Okay, it doesn't necessarily mean a physical death, but um, uh, when Pluto goes through a sign, now you have to remember also, Reina, Pluto is going to be in Aquarius for twenty something years. It's not going to, it's not going to be a hop, skip, and a jump. Okay. But there is something interesting that happens when Pluto is in Aquarius. And I went, um, I've been writing the astrology of 2023, which now seems like has been at least 50 years I've been writing this, but it's really only been a month. But um, uh, there were a couple of times I went into all of the Fact Finder books, and um, I'm I'm a big, huge, gigantic history buff, and I love to do research. Um, And I'm a bit of a nerd, don't tell anybody. Um, so I got out okay. all my fact finders, and we're looking at things. The last time that Pluto was in Aquarius was um, during the American Revolution and the French Revolution. Um, and okay. what you had happen for the first time is that it was a government for the people by the people. Okay, The idea of a true democracy was born. That idea never existed before. Okay. There was another time that is pretty interesting, um, uh, is that Pluto is in Aquarius at the turn of the millennia, the first, the, not this past millennia, the one before. Um, so in the year 76-ish or so, um, don't quote me on that, but it's early, okay, um, that there was also four little books that were written that changed the landscape of mankind for 2,000 years, and those books are called Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And it was the first time, now, despite whatever somebody's religious secretions are, you can't deny the fact that this was the first time in history that a god embodied himself in form. And if you take more of a progressive, which I do, look at Christianity, even though I'm not a Christian, um, uh, I'm a Jew, um, but if you look at a progressive uh, look at Christianity, you know what Jesus had to say um, about um, love and loving one's neighbor and not you know judging other people and all of those things was very profound at that particular point. And it wasn't profound because you had some form of religious person that was saying it. It was profound because this was the alleged son of God 
that had said it, and it changed the landscape of the entire universe. So again, I think that what Pluto will do, now we'll see a fire and brimstone first, okay? I mean, you know, things will go nuts. Um, Right before, you know, if you think about right before the American uh, uh, Revolution, what did you have? The oppression um, uh, of uh, uh, the colonies by the English. Um, What did you have before... um, Christianity was born was the oppression of the Jews by the Romans. Um, so, mm-hmm. yep. you, you know, th- th- there seems to be this crisis period that happens, which, you know, look outside or read the news or Huffington's Post or, you know, um, whatever news aggregator you want to look at, and you'll see that we're in a world of, of crisis. Um, uh, and uh, that that change, you know, something is going to be born, Raina. A new idea, a new concept is going to be born that's going to change the landscape of the way that we think for the next, you know, 250 years. So it's almost, it should almost be expected that the rise of anti-Semitism is occurring. Right. You, you, well, well, a, wow. a lot of what it is that we're seeing. Um, in 2016, uh, you know, the reason that th- there were several reasons that I stopped um, doing Keep It Magic, which I did for years with, with Jackie Smith um, from mm-hmm. Coventry, Um there were, were several reasons. You, you know, when we started season six, which we did a weekly show, and when we started season six, I told, I had a conversation with Jackie, and I said, you know what, we, we've got to wrap this up. Um, and because I, the thought of doing another magic show on love magic or doing another magic show on prosperity or protection, I mean, made me want to go into the bathroom and throw up, okay? It just did. I didn't want to talk about it anymore. Then the presidential election in 2016 happened, okay? And afterwards, I became very depressed. Um, and uh, I had, I was starting to question a lot of things. Now, and to be honest with you, Raina, the reason I didn't until, decide until recently to start doing media again is because I didn't have anything to say. And if you don't, and, and if you don't have anything to say, why say it? Okay. And then basically, what ended up happening is that, um, like last year, I started to look around and I would see all of this TikTok stuff and astrology, basically at such a base form that it was so sulfuric. Okay. I saw magic being turned into something that at such a base that was at such a base level it did not even make any sense to me okay and I w- would see all of these memes about astrology and magic and then I would see the, which all were like mostly wrong okay and then I would see people that did have a lot to say and are very very good at what they do and uh brilliant minds in you know astrology and magic um being completely ignored because what they were saying was too deep to be memorable mm-hmm. and if you couldn't put it on a mem or if it was too deep or if it was too uh caused too much of a change or it didn't validate their truth but may have been the truth there's two different things there 
um, that that you know they didn't want to talk about it. And I think that you know I think in many ways, um, uh, you know, the people that are doing the hard work in our fields um, are are being largely ignored. So now I have something to say again. I'm pissed off. I have something well, to say. I, I'm glad you're pissed. Because quite frankly, the idea that we're supposed to make everybody fucking comfortable and happy is such bullshit and such pandering. I cannot right. even stand it. The fact that people need to be, oh, don't trigger me and don't make me uncomfortable over simple things. Now, there are larger right. issues in the world where people are triggered by things, and I understand that. But the idea that the slightest bit of discomfort is too much for human beings to deal with really concerns me because it means that we have grown a society that is not ready to do the hard work when the hard no. work is needing to be done. And, and I became interested in these things because, you know, I grew up in a very dysfunctional family in which I was physically, mentally, and sexually abused, Okay. And the world of astrology and mythology and um, the Picatrix and um, Agrippa and uh, everything that I could find that had to do with magic and transformation at that particular point in the Kabbalah um, uh, were what saved me. Okay, They allowed me to escape into a different world. Okay, What I didn't realize is that I would then you know, 30 years later, well, 25 years later, I end up having to apply them to my life, which is a whole different other story. But, um, uh, you know, uh, I got interested in this stuff because there was something wrong with me and I wanted to change. And I didn't know how it was going to happen. And I didn't know in which way it was going to happen. And I befuddled everything for years right now. I mean, I messed it up, okay, you know. Uh, if, you know if, but life is messy, okay. And uh, sure. and now, you know, you know, you're right. You know, I, I didn't think that people want to experience anything that is beyond their particular scope of what their particular reality is. And uh, mm-hmm. like I said, you know, that they don't want to be confronted with anything but their truth. And um, and they need their truth constantly validated 24-7. And if that particular mm-hmm. truth in any way is disrupted, um, they don't like it. And the people that are the, the disruptors, okay, um, are the ones that aren't being turned into memes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think people need to be made uncomfortable. Because, you right. know, in, in the witchcraft world, we talk a lot about shadow work. And shadow work is something that was really popular during the pandemic because everybody was basically isolated. And very reminiscent of a very old movie called The Net with Sandra Bullock. If you've never seen it, I've seen it. it. I'm a geek girl. I've seen all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, they they definitely need to go see it. I'm telling you, how predictive was it at the time before social media and all of, you know, buying everything from Amazon and everything is at your door and you don't have to go anywhere and you don't have to see anybody and you're an island unto yourself. Oh, yeah. It was all predicted in that movie to a scary degree, I might add. But quite frankly, I think people 
in, in order to have a successful society again, which we haven't had in quite some time, obviously, uh, people need to start interacting on a human level and recognizing each other's humanity. I think we have been right. turned into, in some instances, a pack of wild dogs, and the, if something disagrees, uh, destroy it before it infects somebody or someone else agrees with it. I've seen it right. happen over and over again. Individual opinion is barely allowed. Uh, I find it very frightening. I, in, I interact in social media with my friends, um, people I admire, and for business. And that's what I do, and that's it. Um, I cannot stake my life on it. I did in 2009 when I first joined Face, the, the book of, of Face. Um, and, you know, it got obsessive for a while because it was new right. and it was like a toy. And I right. got a little nuts and I got very depressed for several reasons over time since, you know, from 2009 through 2016, which was horrible. I had a very rough year this year, uh, circumstantially. Um, almost lost my husband in a tragic accident. Thank the gods he didn't die. I thank you to all of my friends who put out energy for that. Um, but it's, it's just been harder as time goes on to see people come back together and care about each other in a real sense of humanity when they rarely leave their house. You know, I, I'm very disturbed by it. And, I, and, you know, and for all the talk about shadow work and working right. on the self, I think a lot of people gave it lip service and a lot more of it really needs to be done on a constant basis. It's not like shadow work is you go into a closet and you throw out all the clothing you don't wear anymore. It's a constant excavation because... Yeah, Marie Kondo is, a Saturn, is Saturn, not Pluto. There you go. This is a much deeper situation that you're talking right. about than the fluff that a lot of people have, have tried to engage in to make themselves feel better. Listen, talk truth to power, baby, because people need to hear it. I'm telling you. Well, well, Raina, one of the things, you know, you, you mentioned shadow work. And, you, you know, it's a term, I think, that has become a buzzword. And I become... Yep. Suspicious of buzzwords, okay? Um, uh, For example, poor Mercury retrograde, okay? Yeah, it happens a lot. It happens three to four times a year, okay? But, you you know, um, the the first question I get asked all of the time, okay, is my life is this – everything is chaotic right now. Is Mercury retrograde? Or when Mercury is retrograde, they'll give you a whole list of freaking problems in their lives and say, oh, this is all happening because of Mercury retrograde. No, this is happening because you didn't pay your rent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is happening because you decided to quit your job before you were ready to quit your job, okay? This, was, uh, this, this is happening because you didn't do the legwork, okay? You tried to take the easy way out. Um, or this is happening because you didn't cross the I's and dot the T's. No, it's not Mercury's fault. Everything is not Mercury retrograde's fault, even when Mercury is in retrograde, okay? Now, is right. he a little befuddling um, a little guy? Yes. Um, and perhaps he causes a lot of um, miscommunication issues, but there's a simple answer to, to that. Try to communicate better. Reflect on what you're exactly. doing. Um, yeah. You know, do that stuff. Absolutely. So when I hear terms like shadow work, okay, 
I mm-hmm. often wonder, Raina, if people are putting it up because it's a buzzword and that's what people want to see, but the people have no clue what shadow work is, okay? Um, right. uh, I, I, I will tell you a, a, a little interesting story, and this goes back into the, the 90s. Um, I was living in California at the time, and I was, was driving with a friend, and I went to a party, okay? Um, uh, and... There was this individual at this party that was just the most obnoxious human I'd ever come across in my life. And we got in the car on the way back, and I was ranting about this person for 10 minutes at least, okay? Um, And I was like, and did you see what she was wearing? And wasn't she so obnoxious? And she wouldn't shut up, and she wouldn't stop talking about herself. And, uh, you you know, I've never met anybody so narcissistic in my entire life, okay? And then we're driving along, and I'm still ranting and ranting and ranting. And I am sure that my friend was like, when is he going to shut up? Um, but, uh, you know, then I was sitting there. I finally got quiet, Raina. And I said, I wonder what would happen if I put I in front of all those phrases. You know, um, I'm obnoxious. I'm narcissistic. Um, uh, what is this garb that I'm wearing? And I finally, I finally told my friend, I said, will you pull over? And I threw up on the street, Raina, because it was such a confrontation with the shadow, okay? Um, and a lot of people don't even know what the shadow is, much less do shadow work. Um, uh, in order to come face-to-face with the shadow, and of course, I'm a Jungian, okay? Um, so I know a lot about the shadow, um, uh, uh, it is the repressed components of our own personality that we're too afraid to show people. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I agree with you 110%. I've done it. I have, you know, yelled and screamed, oh, this person this and this person that, and I have to look in the mirror and say, oh, you fucking moron, it's you. You're the problem. I've done that several times. Right. Believe me. And it's, it's nauseating, it's not isn't fun. it? Yeah, it is nauseating, and it's not fun. And, you know, you feel embarrassed in your own, well, me. I feel embarrassed in my own skin sometimes when I catch myself having those icky thoughts. When, right. you know, I'm, I'm as guilty as anyone and everyone, and that is right. the problem. No one wants personal responsibility. For, listen, I have told... I've been on the air for 11 years almost, and right. everyone who's listened to the show for more than a couple of episodes knows that I know nothing. I tell you I know nothing. That's why I have a show, so I can learn shit from other people. But that is something I learned on my own, that I carry the shit that I throw at other people. It's my shit, and I know it, which right. is why I don't cast shit on social fucking media. That's right. ridiculous. It's so hysterical to me. I am waiting for the world to have some kind of self-realization that this gang mentality uh, that they like to create to destroy something different from themselves, it's got to stop. And, I, and it drives me nuts. And it extends into everything and everyone, even down to gatekeeping. I mean, one of our favorite topics in the world Okay, no gatekeeping. Well, I don't know. Right. Everybody right. does it to a certain extent. Look at it. And another buzzword. Who are you keeping out? Yeah, it's another buzzword. Exactly. 
And one of the things that Pluto in Aquarius may do, uh, Raina, is the end of cancel culture and the end of, uh, you know, if if you say something that, you know, may be um, uh, – I posted a blog post, well, a blurb once that used the word tribe, and I had, you know, 940 emails from people saying that it was uh, cultural appropriation. Um, uh, and I'm like, um, no, it wasn't. Um, you know, but everything right now is a- about people getting their feelings hurt. You're 100% right. And it's about validating their particular ideology. I know many people that have changed products, okay, um, because they, they're, they're fearful of whether or not it may be cultural appropriation um, or it may now be viewed as cultural appropriation. And perhaps this over obsession with political correctness, and I call it toxic political correctness, okay, um, may come to an end with Pluto and Aquarius. You know, it's interesting. Toxic, that toxicity is so visceral. I have a lot of friends from a lot of different areas of the world and life, and I trust them to correct me when I fuck up. And I have had public fuck-ups, accidentally. And I have had my friends come to me and say, "Um, excuse me, um, here's what you're thinking this is. Here's my view on it. And I was totally myopic about it. Uh, And and when I was corrected, I did better, you know. So believe me, your friends will know. And if you have friends that love you, they will tell you when you've crossed some kind of a line. That doesn't happen. Um, as often as one might think, because I fucking shoot my mouth off, I'm loud, I'm a New Yorker, I'm obnoxious, I'm old, nobody gives a fuck, I don't give a fuck, but I do care about people. I don't want to see people destroy each other. I mean, anything you're going to say about me, you ain't taking my money, you ain't controlling my man, so you're not controlling my women, um, and you're not controlling my kids. So... What are you going to do to me? You going to shoot me in the street? Go ahead. We all have to die right. at some point. You see, I just don't give a fuck anymore because right. I'm old and I'm past <laughs> the point of trying to get any of those things. I have a career. I have a family. I have all these different things. I'm very lucky that I have these things. But when you have them and you're older, you realize that the shit you did probably the first 40 years of your life were to get those things. And right. while I appreciate it all, I, I'm not concerned that anyone's going to take it away from me. So I have achieved the, the age of enlightenment, meaning I don't care what other people think anymore, which is why I don't read my own press. It's like if I have to believe the good press, I have to believe the bad press. So I don't believe any of it, and I walk away from right. all of it. It's like right. I don't give a shit. Um, people who know me care. People who don't don't. I'm here to just have a good time and expose folks to people like you who have knowledge, who have wisdom, who have experience, um, and a proven track record. So I'm so honored that you're here. I cannot even tell you. But, yeah, this, this, this self-idealization of, you know, yes, we're all unique snowflakes, but we're all fucking human. So you kind of have to like get milk. over your shit. And snowflakes melt, yeah. Right. Yeah. Sometimes they don't melt enough because we're a melting pot. And as I always say, fucking melt already. 
if we're a melting pot. I just, you know, the idea that, that people are still trying to keep other people out in the way and you don't put candles in the corner like I do or you don't cast a circle like I do, you know, all that shit of I'm special because I do it this way. But the bitch next to you is special too, honey. Get over right. yourself. And magic is such a unique thing and such a unique practice that what may work for me may not necessarily work for anybody else, okay? Um, uh, I, um, of course, you know, I'm blessed. I did create a, a candle line, Astro Magic with Jackie Smith. Um, and Coventry yeah. Creations, um, uh, yeah. because I wanted, um, uh, first of all, I wanted to do something very different. You know, when I would look at those Zodiac candles that were just, you know, a, a picture of a sign, you know, glued onto uh-huh. a seven-day glass candle, I looked at them and said, yep. mm, no, 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 no. So uh, when we were designing the line, which was supposed to originally, it was supposed to come out in the beginning of 2020. We know what happened, um, uh, and it came out in um, 21. But uh, but you know, I wanted to teach people that planetary energies. If you can align yourself with the planets, okay, you can bend the particular planet to to work for you, not work against you. If you can listen to what the planets have to say, um, you can pretty much get whatever it is that you want out of life, okay? Um, and so, of, of course, you know, I took my smart-ass humor and created uh, names for candles like Curse Breaker and That Bitch and Get the Fuck Out and I Don't Give a Fuck and um, these very um, uh, uh, interesting titles because I basically wanted... Uh, something, you, you know, Jackie told me, you know, the title of a candle is, ex- or the name of a candle is extremely important. And oftentimes what you think may be wonderful and might sell, you know, like um, peace, love, and harmony, okay, um, will sit on the shelf for days, okay, so it needs to have some form of a, of a kit. So I said, well, what better name for a candle than Lucky Star? Um, um, what better name for uh, a candle than do you or that bitch? Um, and it, 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 it helps people be able to create relationships with those planets and to use the planets to their particular advantage. And planetary energies, just like anything else, and just like the deities that they're named after, Raina, um, uh, like attention. And if you give them attention, they, they're more than happy to work for you. Interesting. Because I never thought of planetary energy in that way. You know, right. I, I've always, you know, listen, I'm the first to admit, I don't know shit about shit, which is why you're here to teach me about these things. Because as a witch uh, and long practicing witch, there are so many things I have ignored or uh, just been ignorant to, to be quite honest with you. Um, it, you know, while I recognize that planets have energy of their own and their own systems, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, it did not occur to me that I could use planetary energy to assist necessarily in spell work. 
Oh yeah, the uh for example, the uh uh you can take any you know Venus for example, she's uh the goddess of of love and she's she has a specialty. She is the goddess of erotic love, okay? She likes mm-hmm. to get off. Um if you yeah. look at pictures of, of of Venus um uh you know like Botticelli, you you notice that she's always holding a mirror and she's always playing with her vagina. Um uh yeah. and uh what that has to do with is a woman in her own personal power, okay? A woman that is so connected to her own um, uh, sexuality, okay, that is in her own essence, that she now creates a glamour or a mystique about herself. So what I noticed was missing in a lot of... um, uh, candle lines and, and a lot of magic is and if if you go to a lot of, of of stores metaphysical stores you may hear a lot about glamour magic but you don't see it you know what I mean um, yeah. uh, so Venus I want it to be the ultimate glamour magic spell okay it puts you in a favorable light okay and you, you know um, for example we were talking about Sephora earlier Whenever I get a big, huge, gigantic stack of Sephora products, you know, the first thing that I do is I take them out and I spray them down with that bitch spray, okay, because it's glamour magic, okay? You know, my purpose, I'm blessing all of these products so that when I am wearing them, I am projecting the particular image that I want to project to people, okay? And if you're projecting the image that you want to project to people, okay, not only do you feel better, okay, about yourself, Okay, you have a higher sense of self-esteem and you get what you want. Venus did not go out to the neighborhood bar to pick up a guy. They came to her in every sense of the word, Raina. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This is so cool. You know, it did not. And again, I may go to a god and I'm a Libra. So you have hit me between the eyes. But you do that to me a lot anyway. Uh, more on that later. You'll have to explain how um, I do that because I really don't like giving people black eyes. I'm not a black island person. <laughs> no, it's a, I know, it's a, but it's a wonderful thing. And, and you yeah. know, and before we continue about your product line, because I want to dig more into that, I just sure. wanted to thank you because you have given me on many, many mornings where I have just been having a really rough one. And I comment to you when, when you mm-hmm. when you've got me. Um, And you have just really turned around a whole lot of bad days for me over the past couple of years. And I just want you to know how much I appreciate it. Um, I I read you. I appreciate you. I share you. You are stunning to me as as your abilities are just amazing. And I also want to talk about other services you give. But let's get back Mm -hmm. for a minute to your sprays. That is something that I do not do. I do not spray other products. What is wrong with me? I am not using products correctly. You're here to teach me. Thank you for that. I don't when I when I have a spray that I'm using magically, I am using it at my altar. I am using it with my magical tools. I am not, however, 
going and spraying new clothes or my makeup or my skincare. Talk a little bit more about the importance of doing that because I have just learned something important, and I'm not the only person. If I just learned it, so did somebody else just now. Um, sprays are fantastic. Um, uh, I will tell you I am new to the whole spray thing. Okay, so, I, you know, even though that I have my own line of sprays, okay, I've only been using sprays for maybe six, seven years. Um, uh, uh, the first sprays that I got, of course, were from, from Dorothy Morrison. Um, and um, uh, the interesting thing is, uh, I, and you're, you're about to, to laugh crazy, okay? Um, I uh, went, you know, when I was, in 2011, I was diagnosed with social phobic disorder and hypomania. And I was put on medications. Before that, I was, you know, because, of course, you know, like I said, I only wanted to know my truth, okay? Um, But I wouldn't, I was against psychotropic medications, okay? Uh, Very against them. I was terrified of them. Um, And then I went on them, okay? And one of the side effects of of, um, one of my medications, okay, is that it can cause slight weight gain, okay? And um, and what I did is that, you know, so I'm working out and working out, and I got this crazy idea in my head. I wonder what would happen if I sprayed that spontaneous combustion spray that Dorothy sent me. To, to, you know, she sent me, she put out a life um, uh, reinvention kit years ago, or create your own life. Yes. I, I forget what it was called. But it was this little package, and it had three sprays in it. Um, and yep. she sent it to me. She gifted it to me. Um, and uh, uh, and so I saw this spontaneous combustion, and I was like, I wonder what would happen if I spray this on me, okay? Um, and so I got so crazy with it is that I, I was spraying on the abs, girl. You know, please, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> spontaneous combustion. You know, fat go away. You know, uh, spontaneous combustion. Um, uh, and, and then, you know, finally, you know, I, I, in my mid-40s, I thought, you know, oh, my God, everybody gains 10 or 20 pounds when they get in their 40s and 50s. Who cares? Um, uh, I'm more worried about my shoulder blades being, you know, 47 inches. But, um, uh, the, uh, but that was my first introduction to sprays, okay? Now, of, of course... You know, you can use sprays for pretty much anything. Um, uh, in a lot of ways, I prefer it over burning a candle, okay, um, because I get up in the morning, okay, and I do an enormous amount of readings, okay. I do 15, 20 readings a day, um, or, you know, uh, which may include three life coaching sessions, okay. And I immediately go over, and, and I have them um, behind me in in my office, and I grab – um, curse breaker, okay, and I take the bottle and I want to clear the energy to purify it, and that's my sun spray. I just spray my office with a little bit of sun, and immediately, if you sm- if you smell the sun um, spray, it's got this citrusy, fragrant type of scent to it, um, uh, and uh, immediately it makes you feel better. It lifts the energy in the room entirely. Okay, now. You can also use the sun um, because the sun in astrology is about our identity and our destiny, 
okay? It's who we are supposed to be. And when the sun evolves, and it's, of course the sun is different than the moon, the moon is who you are when you're born because you came out of your mother, hence the moon, okay? Um, so your moon, your moon sign, that's the basic core of what makes you feel safe and what makes you feel secure, okay? The sun, wherever your sun is, yours is in Libra, okay? Your purpose in life and your destiny is about making choices and decisions and developing relationships, okay? That's going to take your entire lifetime, okay? Now, what you can do with the sun spray is that if there is something like, for example, with a Libra, if they're getting involved in a new relationship or they're needing to make a major choice in a decision and they don't know which one to make, you write those choices down on a piece of paper, you take the curse breaker spray, spray it on the piece of paper, fold it up, put it under your pillow, you'll get the answer. Um, uh, yes. Um, if you need to get rid of somebody, okay, you know the old freezer spell? Oh, yeah, do it um, on, you should see how many bodies are in my freezer right now. Well, let me tell you, if you, if you take the Saturn spray, get the fuck out, and spray it on that piece of paper before you freeze it, it will amplify it even further. They're gone in, in, with the quickness, girl. It's, it, you know, it's like you shove them out the door, okay? They're gone with the quickness. Um, if you need something in life, okay, Mars, which is um, – I did a, a candle line with Coventry many years ago, Tarot Magic, and um, uh, it was a temporary limited edition line, and it was more um, fun and something to do. Um, and uh, there was a candle within it, which was my favorite candle, and it was called Quarant Collar, Okay. Um, and I and that candle was actually born from another candle that Jackie had, which was called Steady Work. Okay. Now I loved the candle so much, and I used it as part of my business. Okay. And I have never, Raina, done anything but what I do now, my entire life. This is the only thing I've ever done. Okay. Um, readings, wow. astrology, tarot. Um, uh, it's all I've ever done. Okay. So I lived via the Quarant Collar candles. Okay. Um, then when we were developing Mars, I wanted something similar. But the thing about Mars is that Mars is the planet that goes out into the world to get you what you want. That's what it does. Mars fights. It likes to fight. It likes to get you what you want. But it also does one other thing. In order to get what you want, you can't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. So if you want a new job, when you go and you fill out the application, or we don't really fill out applications anymore, um, get your resume, okay? And even before you submit it online, spray Mars spray on it, and that will help you get a job. Or if you need more clients, okay, print up your advertisements, spray Mars spray on it, more clients will come to you. Um, so the sprays are so versatile, and I like them. I love I love candles. Okay, I mean um, I've been burning candles, you know, well since I was one years old and had it on that little cake. You know what I mean? But um, uh, like everybody else. But um, but there are so many things that I use them for at the full moon. If you need to get something out of your life, let it go. Spray, write it down on a parchment paper. Spray it and let it go. The other thing that you can do is that you can amplify. Um, for example, 
say, for example, you need to end a relationship because it's toxic, at the full moon, take a full moon candle, light it, okay, but write the person's name on a parchment, okay, spray it with Saturn spray, fold that up away from you, okay, when you're folding the piece of paper, and, and you go to fold up the parchment, fold it where it's, you're angling it away from you, okay, and then burn it in the, you know, uh, light it with the candle, and of course do this safely, okay, have an ashtray or something near you, and then put it in there of and course. let that, and and let that um, smolder, okay, and that's you know you can kill two birds with one stone. So there's so much that you can do with the sprays that makes them so versatile. And I recommend sprays to everybody. You know, and, and there's more sprays that are out there than mine. I mean, Dorothy has um, uh, a, a spray line. Um, Jackie has the Aunt Jackie's oh, yeah. Ultimate spray line. I'm, there's a Chakra mm-hmm. Magic spray line. Um, uh, there are Wicked Good sprays. I mean, there, there's a lot of sprays out there that are uh, more than mine, Okay. Uh, but buy mine. Um, uh, but you know, use them, <laughs> of course. and uh, you know, for 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 purposes. I um, use uh, uh, the Chakra Magic Healing, uh, the Healing Heart Spray frequently, especially if I'm you know going through moments of self doubt and um, inner in- insecurities, and I will use that in combination with my Curse Breaker Spray. Um, uh, so there's a lot there, and there is nothing that will help you out better during Mercury Retrograde, okay, than Mercury Retrograde Neutralizer Spray. So there's just so many versatility things, versatile things. Like, for example, say you need to have a, a important conversation with somebody, Raina, and Mercury is in retrograde, and you have them coming to your house, okay, because you're going to have a coffee with them and you're going to read their, you know, you're going to read them, okay, and yeah. tell them exactly where the cow ate the cabbage, Mercury retrograde spray the room beforehand. Ah, gotcha. And you can also, you need somebody to come over and you need to get the truth out of them. I've also got truth serum spray, okay, Um, uh, which is just this phenomenal spray that you can get people uh, to say whatever the heck you need them to say to you, and they don't even realize that they're saying what they need to say to you. It's literally truth serum. That's amazing. That's amazing. I'm, I'm so impressed. So I hope that helps you with understanding sprays, my quick, you know, 10-minute lesson. Does. No, that was, that was great. But I also want to talk about the fact that you do life coaching. What is yes. involved with that? Because that seems like a tremendous undertaking. Um, I've got a degree in psychology. Um, and and astrology, um, what I do with my blurbs is that I try to, as best as I possibly can, okay, um, uh, you know, Venus is in square to Saturn, and you know, this means that you're going to have low self-esteem and you're not going to feel good about yourself and um, you're not going to feel all that attractive and um, uh, you may have problems relating to other people, okay? That's Venus and square Mm -hmm. Saturn. Um, 
what I try to do is I will say what it is and then try to give an antidote. You know, don't listen to negative self-talk, okay? Um, don't do yeah. this. Uh, avoid doing this. Be proactive. Be mindful. Something as an antidote to our own toxic poisoning that's often going on inside of our own head, okay? Now, I decided to amplify that out further, okay? And when I designed my life coaching program, it was for one, um, you know, it's it's broken up in several sessions, um, mainly because I don't want to overwhelm somebody, okay? But, you know, for for example, uh, if somebody gets six sessions with me, one of them is going to be just about their natal chart and how to use their natal chart to their advantage, okay? Because even if you have the crappiest aspect in the world, Sun, Square, Saturn, I know I own one, um, which is feelings of self-doubt, insecurities, um, uh, feeling as though that there's always some form of an obstacle or some form of wall that you have to get be, be, uh, beyond um, obstruction, oftentimes feeling that other people obstruct you, okay? Um, and even sometimes mm-hmm. that pe- people are out to get you, it can make you feel a little bit paranoid. But if you switch that around, Raina, and say, yeah, what, what does Sun in square to Saturn also do? Um, you, can cut off, you can cut off my legs, okay? You can cut off my mm-hmm. arms gouge out one of my eyeballs and probably give me a fatal disease, God forbid, okay? And I'm still going to move. I'm going to be alive with cockroaches and Cher when it's all over with, girl. We get nuked, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be reading for Cher about the cockroaches. That's that's what's going to be happening, okay? We're going to be the three things that are going to be left, okay? Um, uh, but it gives you a, an ability to survive, that a lot of people yeah, yeah. don't have. Heck, I've been canceled. I, I survived being canceled. Um, uh, you know, I did some stupid stuff, and I regret it. And um, I'm still here. I'm still here. Um, uh, you know, I'm still doing my thing, okay, and I'm not going anywhere. In fact, I plan on doing my comeback story. But um, uh, the, the, main, the main concern is how do we use this in a positive sort of way, okay? Then there are a lot of good aspects in the chart, Raina. Um, a grand trine, for example, and unfortunately I own one of those also, okay? Um, and a grand trine makes things easy for people. If things are easy for people, oftentimes they don't take advantage of it and they don't put effort into it. True. Very true. You know, so, you know, we, I talk about the chart in regards to organizing their strengths and weaknesses and showing them how to turn weaknesses into strengths, okay? Then we look at other things like transits, what's going on in the sky at the moment that may be influencing their chart. The same thing, you know, yes, Pluto may be in the opposition to your sun, and that may hurt and feel like hell, Um, but, um, uh, and you may feel like you're dying on the inside, okay? It's because you are, but you also have to realize something else is being born. And you can control what is being born. You can create your own future. So that's what we do with progressions. Then what I do is I take, you know, people have areas of their lives that are important to them. For some people it may be career. For some people it may be um, family. For some people it may be um, love. 
Um, and then I, I do sessions, you know, three sessions based upon whatever it is that they want to talk about and the issues that they have in life and give them a game plan. And then, you know, go live your life. Here, here's the tools. Go live your life. Take advantage of this. Use astrology to you, to your advantage. And that's the thing. I think that people want to look at astrology and look at it passively. Okay, this planet is doing this yeah. to me, and that's why my life sucks. Yeah. Well, you know what? Make friends with that planet, and you can get that planet to do whatever you want it to do. Saturn can be your best friend. Yes, he gives limits, and he's about restriction, and he's about... Um, doing things slow and methodical. But you know what? You may be doing things too quickly anyways, and that may be messing things up. So a good dose of Saturn may not be bad. Okay, And just like Jupiter, Jupiter is the, is the, the, the Santa Claus planet. Okay, you know, it, When it zips around the chart, it, it gives blessings, and it's our lucky star. I named it Lucky Star in the Candle Line um, for that particular reason. It's the planet of good luck. Okay, But sometimes, you, you know... We can get, something can happen to us, okay? You meet somebody, Raina, and this opens the doorway to a whole world of possibilities for you. But you don't realize that it's going on. And a lot of times, luck may be happening to you, and you don't take advantage of it. You sit there passively. Use it to your own advantage. Wow. You know, they, they, they have a saying that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Absolutely. Well, you know what? Sometimes hell is a great place to frickin' be, and let's party on, because those intentions just make them what you want them. Don't make them good intentions. Make them the right intentions, the right ones for you. Wow. Yep. Wow. You have just blown the doors off, my friend. Absolutely. That's That's fascinating. I am... Oh my gosh! You have to come back on. I mean, we went through the hour already. I, I, there's just so many other things to talk about, and and you are so wonderful, and Thank I you. so appreciate that you came on and hung out with me for the last hour. But oh my gosh, I, I have to talk you into coming back on, Storm. You're incredible. You can, you, we can talk about it. Call my okay, people we'll though. <laughs> Okay. My people is really me, <laughs> no. but, you know, call my people. Uh. No, I know. But um, seriously, um, for for those of you who are unfamiliar with Storm, what rock have you been living under? But anyway, uh, Storm's products are available through Coventry Creations, but I want to encourage you to listen. To listen. I'm encouraging you to go to the website, Storm's website. It's stormstestivani, all one word, dot com. And right. you can inquire there about readings and charts. You do charts and life right. coaching and all of the things. Storm, thank you so, so much. I, I'm, I, I'm I glad that you asked me. I'm glad that you asked me. And I'm glad now because you've asked me before and I've said no. Okay, but now I have something yeah. to say. Okay, I'm, and I'm so glad that you did. And I really appreciate you. Thank you so, so much. You're very, very welcome. And make sure that you have a blessed Yule season. You too. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right, everybody. That's it for tonight. I will be back on Wednesday with Laura Tempest-Zakroff.
or maybe it's Thursday. My mind is now blown. Sorry. Um, but yes, it's Laura Zakroff and I uh, next Thursday. Excuse me. See you then. Have a wonderful Christmas if you celebrate it. I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me. See you next week. Oh, my God.